Hi, I'm Brian. And I'm Michaela. And this is Drink the Movies. A podcast where each week we try to recreate a classic movie drink and discuss the movie that inspired it. Thanks for joining us. Now let's drink the movies. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Drink the Movies. I'm Brian, here as always with Michaela. Michaela, it's Golden Globes week. Golden Globes week, indeed. Yeah, so we're uh, recording this on a Monday. The Golden Globes are this Sunday night, so getting pretty excited. It's uh, going to kick off kind of the the tail end of uh, award season, right? This is uh, right. this is your prime time of the year, right? Uh, kind of get these Golden Globes in, so that way you get a little preview of what's going to come in the Oscars, right? That's right. That's right. It's, it's my favorite time of year. Time of year. Most people think it's like spring when, you know, world starts to rejuvenate and, and I stay inside and watch movies. It's, it's right. Awesome. Well, and you, you had to wait a little bit longer this year, too. Right. Because everything was shut down. So they sort of yeah. delayed everything. So absolutely. They've got a they've got a really good group of uh, options for us tonight. So to yeah, talk for, yeah, for sure. So definitely looking forward to it. So we wanted to uh, kind of go through all of the nominees and who our picks are. Um, if you uh, follow us on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, um, I've been posting, um, I'll post all through the week, kind of the different categories. So let us know who you think is going to win all of these. That way next week when we do the recap show, we can kind of go over, you know, who won and, you know, who we picked and also who all of, all of you picked. Um, but more importantly than the Golden Globes, is the fact that uh, today uh, we're recording, it's Monday, um, the 22nd of February, which happens to be National Margarita Day. Michaela, did you know, did you know that? <laughs> I did, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so the uh, best way to get geared up to watch the Golden Globes is definitely to have yourself a margarita. Now, Michaela and I uh, both really love margaritas because everyone should love a margarita, um, and we both have our own uh, recipe. So Michaela, why don't you start? Why don't you tell everyone how you make uh, Michaela's perfect margarita? Sure. So my margaritas are frozen there. That's my favorite kind. Um, okay. And because it's frozen, you don't necessarily need amazing tequila, um, which is also good. Do you um, need a Margaritaville machine from um, <laughs> Sir La Tom? Yeah, yeah, you don't. Um, I use a... Um, I use a Vitamix blender to make mine. Um, and okay. that's what I recommend. Um, but you know, if anything good, any good blender, but you will need a very good blender because nothing right. is worse than when it's not fully blended. You want it to be like silky. Um, and okay. so, um, I also get a little bit of help from the Bacardi frozen margarita mixer recipe. Okay? okay. So I get one, I use one full can of that and it's got to be the Bacardi label. Do not get the knockoff you will okay. regret it. Do not. So, um, is that, and, is that an alcohol thing? So do you have to get that like at the, at the beer wine liquor shop or can you nope. just get that at the grocery store? Or? You can get it at a grocery store. It does not have liquor in it. Um, it's just kind of the frozen starter mixer kit. Okay. Okay. Um, so it, 
comes in a can and I use the can to make my measurements. So I use less dishes. Mm -hmm. So here's what I do. Okay. So you need some um, fresh like orange juice. So anything that's like simply orange, you want like um, high pulp is what I recommend. Don't get, you can get the pulpless if you want, but I like the high pulp. Um, I okay. think it adds some uh, nice texture. So you want orange juice, you want a um, kind of an orange liqueur. You, you can do Grand Gala if you want to do something not super expensive. You can do Grand Meunier, um, anything like that. So an orange mm -hmm. liqueur, obviously you want tequila. I like a white, um, uh, white tequila. You can do any, anything you want. You don't have to buy something super expensive. So you don't have to do like Patron silver or anything like that if you don't want to, um, right. because you are going to be mixing it with a bunch of stuff. Right. So what it is, is it's the can of the Bacardi frozen margarita mix. Okay. Okay. Half of a can of the, um, orange liqueur, half of a can of orange juice, and okay. then half of a can of the tequila mix. Okay. Okay. Um, then you just fill that sucker up with ice and turn it on and you're good to go. And I will say these pack a pretty good punch. Sometimes if I'm really feeling it, I'll do two cans of like in equal parts of the um, tequila grand gala. Um, if okay. I want it to be extra boozy, um, yeah. just be, but I really like the taste of tequila. So it just depends on, on what you like, but it's sure. I love it poolside. It's great. Um, you know, when it's hot or on days like today, when it's a national holiday mm -hmm. celebrating the birth of the margarita. Now, uh, now roughly uh, assuming that our listeners are not us, uh, roughly how many margaritas would you say that that makes? Hmm. As a normal person, I'd say four or five. I okay. think. Yeah. It makes a good, it makes a good amount. Okay. And then the uh, most important question, uh, salt for you or no? I do not like salt. Um, I only do salt when I'm shooting tequila instead of, um, <laughs> I, but I don't do a salt rim. No. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, that sounds very good. Um, if you're into a blended, uh, blended, uh, margarita, definitely give that one a try. Uh, it sounds delicious. It's probably a little too cold for, for a blended margarita for me myself today for margarita day. Um, so I'm probably going to make up uh, mine. Let me go over my recipe here. Sure. Um, so what I like to do is I like to get a lime wedge and uh, an orange wedge. So just like a little like clementine size orange, uh, just something small like that. Uh, so a lime wedge and or orange wedge, um, then half an ounce of lime juice, and then about a quarter ounce of agave syrup, or you could use simple syrup. I like agave syrup because it's already made and it's just in a bottle and you can just keep it. And agave is what tequila is made out of. So it seems like it would fit good. Um, and what I like to do is I just put that into a shaker tin and I'll just muddle the lime and the orange and it kind of gets real citrusy. It uh, gets a lot of the oil out of the, uh, the rind from the lime and the orange. Um, so just kind of muddle that, you know, just for a second, just kind of beat up those, uh, the lime and the orange. And then I'll do one ounce of an orange liqueur. So something like Cointreau or you could use uh, triple sec. Um, so something like that. And then two ounces of, I like a uh, Reposado tequila, which is kind of the, the midline, right? So you have your silver tequila, which is unaged, uh, Reposado, uh, which is aged, I believe, one to three years, and then Añejo, which is aged for three plus years. So I like mm -hmm. a Reposado one. Um, it just has a little bit more of a rounder flavor. You could use a silver. I definitely wouldn't use an Añejo tequila and a margarita probably, I wouldn't think, but 
Um, but then just shake um, all those ingredients with some ice and then strain it um, into like a rocks glass. And I like uh, that also on some ice and I do like salt on mine. So you can just uh, rim it with uh, the lime wedge and uh, dip it in some salt. And then I'll just throw that lime wedge into the drink. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's, that's how I, that's how I do mine. That's how I'm uh, going to make one as I ponder all of these decisions we're about to make uh, when <laughs> yeah. it comes to uh, golden globe time. But I'm, I was pretty excited to see that it was margarita day because I love margaritas and I don't drink enough of them and I need excuses to have them because I, they don't ever come to mind when it's time to have a drink. So that's right. No, that's uh, yours sounds delicious um, and very oh, thank you. true to form. Right. I mean, you know, I think it's, it, it can be very polarizing. People like either frozen or on the rocks margaritas. My husband can't stand the frozen ones. He has mm -hmm. them for me when, because, you know, I basically create an entire vat and I don't want to sure, drink right. it all myself. That would be a mistake. So he, he'll, he'll, he'll do me a solid once or twice a year and, and drink mine, uh, my frozen ones, but he generally likes uh, on the rocks just as you do. So uh, I can't wait to try yours because it sounds delicious. Oh, thank you. And if anyone listening at home, if you have a favorite way to make a margarita or um, if you have a favorite place to go and drink a margarita, um, let us know. Uh, definitely, you know, tag us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, all those things, because we want to see everyone's uh, margarita day margaritas. So that's right. Well, why don't we uh, let's just jump into the Golden Globes. So we've got all the all the nominees here. Um, we're just going to start uh, with the television categories, and let's uh, kind of start with the uh, supporting uh, actors and actresses. So uh, television, the Best Supporting Actress Award, the nominees this year are Gillian Anderson for The Crown, Helena Bonham Carter for The Crown, Julia Garner in Ozark, Annie Murphy from Schitt's Creek, and Cynthia Nixon from Ratched. Uh, Michaela, have you, see, have you uh, seen these? Do you have a, one that stands out to you as your pick for the year? You know, I really loved Ozark. Um, mm -hmm. And I thought that um, she did a really great job. Yeah, Julia Garner, yeah. Yeah, yes, thank you. I thought Julia Garner did a really great job. Um, you know, Ratchet, I thought also was going to be amazing. Um, and I have not, I have not finished it yet, but so far I am really digging it. So I'd be happy okay. with either one of those one. Okay. Yeah. These are, these are all pretty good picks. Um, yeah. And I have, I have seen through all of these. I think that my pick is probably going to be uh, Jillian Anderson from The Crown. I think that's uh, that's who's going to win. I think I think um, her uh, portrayal of the Iron Lady. Yeah, um, I thought her uh, portrayal of her was really good. Um, Jillian Anderson's always great. So that's my pick for Best Supporting Actress. So going on then to the Best Supporting Actor, uh, we have John Boyega from Small Axe, Brendan Gleeson from The Comey Rule, Daniel Levy from Schitt's Creek, Jim Parsons from Hollywood. And Daniel Sutherland from The Undoing. Uh, how about those, Michaela? What, do you, what are you feeling in the uh, Best Supporting Actor uh, category yeah, there? I'm torn between Daniel Levy and um, Donald Sutherland because Daniel Levy is hilarious. Um, he is just, just comedic gold. Um, but Donald Sutherland, you know, in the, in the show Undoing, you know, he has to really 
become this this completely different person and i really mm -hmm. it's 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 interesting to watch if you've seen it um i don't want to you know i don't want to you know spoiler alert but he very much um you can tell he's really wrestling with not taking control of the whole situation and just making it making it go yeah. the way it needs to go right he's he's fighting going full on uh, president snow in right right in the <laughs> and um and he does a really good job because you were just as frustrated um i th i think i found myself being just as frustrated as him where i was like oh my god i know you love your daughter but holy moly this is so stupid um so either one of those i think and shit's creek is just one of the best shows ever on television so yeah um, I'd be totally happy with Daniel Levy winning. Okay. Is that your official pick, Daniel Levy? Yeah, probably. Probably. Okay. Yeah, you know, all of these were really good. We actually just watched um, John Boyega's episode of Small Axe last night. He was fantastic. I'd really like to see him win. Uh, Donald Sutherland, like you said, was was amazing in The Undoing, and I could see him winning too. But I, I think that my pick is also going to be Daniel Levy from Schitt's Creek, the final season and kind of, you know, finishing off his arc of that story uh, was just really great. And so um, that's, that's going to be my pick as well. So we both had the same one there. All right. Now it's time to get into the best actor and actresses. Uh, let's start with the uh, musical and comedy series uh, for television. So uh, best actress from musical and comedy series um, on television uh, are going to be the nominees are Liv Collins for Emily in Paris, Kelly Cuoco for The Flight Attendant, Elle Fanning for The Great, Jane Levy from Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, and Catherine O'Hara for Schitt's Creek. Any, any of these yeah. uh, sticking out to you, Michaela? I mean, I Catherine O'Hara, it's tough because I just love Schitt's Creek. I mean, I think it's just amazing. She's um, she's brilliant, but Kaylee Cuoco did an amazing job in the flight attendant. Um, <laughs> and this was kind of interesting seeing her in a different role. Cause she's always been, um, to me kind of, I, you know, she, I think she had a possibility of being pigeonholed into this kind of, uh, role that she did when she was in, um, the big bang theory. Mm -hmm, so, right. uh, and I, I really liked her in the flight attendant. So, um, you know, and I, to be honest, I have not seen the great or Zoe's extraordinary play, playlist. So I'm maybe they are, uh, equally as amazing. I'm not, uh, but I have not seen those. Right. What about you? Uh, so, so I'm kind of along the same lines as you, right. Uh, Kelly Cuoco, flight attendant, she was really good. Um, but I think that my pick is going to be, uh, Catherine O'Hara for Schitt's Creek. Um, yeah. she's, she's just so great in that part. <laughs> So yeah, her costume, yeah. I mean, I, her, her costuming in and of itself is just amazing. If she had a hand in it at all, they just need to hand it to her because. Right. It's amazing. Yeah, for sure. All right. Let's, uh, let's do the best actor then for a musical and comedy series. So for this one, the nominees are Don Cheadle for Black Monday, Nicholas Holt for The Great, Eugene Levy for Schitt's Creek, Jason Sudeikis for Ted Lasso, and Rami Youssef for Rami. Uh, Michaela, uh, what about these? Are you, are you going to go uh, with Schitt's Creek again? Or yeah. What, what are you thinking here? So. so, so to be honest, I haven't seen Black Monday. Um, I love Don Cheadle. I mean, mm -hmm. I, he's cinematic gold for me. I mean, everything he's in, um, even if you don't like his character, he's just amazing. Um, and right. he can do it all. He's one of those characters or one of those actors that can do, I mean, very, very um, tough roles, very dramatic roles, like in Crash, 
Um, mm-hmm. But he, you know, he can be in comedies. I mean, he was great in Ocean's Eleven, I thought. So, yep. uh, you know, I've not seen Black Monday, so I can't really rate that as a performance. But, you know, Eugene Levy, I mean, the eyebrows alone, man. It's... Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Eugene Levy. <laughs> Eugene Levy is uh, is fantastic, but I actually I don't I don't think I'm gonna gonna pick him. I think that uh, my pick for uh, best actor in the musical comedy uh, television series is going to be Jason Sudeikis and Ted Lasso, uh, which is really fantastic. I don't know if enough people have seen it. It's one of the Apple Plus shows. Okay. Um, but uh, everyone should definitely check it out. So it's not a very long series. It's only think eight episodes so um get yourself some uh, apple plus and uh check out ted lasso and yeah jason sudeikis is great in it so that's that's going to be my pick for uh best actor in a musical and comedy series okay well you know what if it's only eight episodes i could probably have it watched by the time the 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 award show happens so yeah um, and it's i'll give that a, a shot and it's about uh champions league football so that will be right up uh your uh, husband's alley so great awesome so, all right, moving on to the uh, television, the drama series, uh, best actress nominees for that are going to be Olivia Coleman for The Crown, Jodie Comer for Killing Eve, Emma Corrin for The Crown, Laura Linney for Ozark, and Sarah Paulson for Ratchet. Ooh, gosh, this is hard. <laughs> this one's going to be hard. Um, I thought Laura Linney was outstanding in Ozark uh, for this particular season, um, very hard to watch, right? Um, mm-hmm. That character has always been really dark and you knew that, you know, you were kind of going to go down a rabbit hole, especially this season with her. Um, she was amazing. Sarah Paulson, though, I mean, my God, that woman can act. Um, just awesome. And Killing Eve. I mean, Jodie Comer, fantastic, right? I, I, yep. I mean, none of the, all of these women are just amazing. Olivia Coleman. Oh my God. I mean, all of them. I, I can't, I think if any of them win, I'll be fine. <laughs> I would be right. happy with it. Um, but Laura Linney, I, I just, uh, she's, she's won a few um, already. Uh, but I, I don't know, man, she's just something about that character. Something about the way she plays that character is just stunning to me. Yeah, yeah, she's really she's really great, and Ozark's really great. Uh, but for me, I think best actress drama series. Um, I'm going with Olivia Coleman for The Crown. Um, it's going to be my second pick from The Crown. So yeah, she's fantastic in it. So I, she's fantastic in everything. Yeah. obviously. So yeah, I, th- I think uh, she's gonna she's gonna pull that one off again, and you know, add to her Golden Globe win. So I wonder if she has a shelf just on the you know. These oh. are the Golden Globes that I've won. If she's like a, exactly, hmm. I would for sure. So. I mean, yeah, yeah, I'd have a shrine right. to myself for sure. All right, we have a couple more uh, television actors here to to uh, do. So we're gonna go through. These are going to be the best actress and actors for the television motion pictures, which I think might have changed the title. Has it always been called that? Didn't it used to be called like miniseries or yeah, um, exclusive series or something yeah. like that? So yeah, I think it was miniseries to be honest, but. Yeah, so uh, the uh, the nominees for the Best Actress in the uh, Television Motion Picture category, um, some good ones here. So we have Kate Blanchett for Mrs. America, Daisy Edgar-Jones for Normal People, Shira Haas from or- Unorthodox, Nicole Kidman for The Undoing, and Anna Taylor-Joy for The Queen's Gambit. Uh, Michaela, any of, any of these uh, women stand out to you? Anna Taylor-Joy for The Queen's Gambit. 
That is my, okay. that is my final answer. That's um, your, that's your pick. Okay. I absolutely love that series. Uh, it's one of those series. I think if you watch it more than once, um, which is pretty easy to do because it's not 37,000 episodes. Um, mm-hmm. It's amazing. And she is so nuanced and subtle and she's just brilliant. And she's kind of a newcomer um, to the scene. Mm-hmm. Right. So this is, this was a mini series, you, you know, it, it just, I just thought her performance was flawless. I did really enjoy Nicole Kidman in the undoing. Um, once again, you, you, you know, she was infuriating um, in that yeah. film or in the, in the series, she was infuriating because of her just lack of um, uh objective thinking um playing her character which was understandable given given the circumstances right um yeah but uh yeah i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna stick with ann taylor joy what about you yeah um yeah nicole kidman was was really great in the undoing um shira haas and unorthodox was was excellent as well but yeah there was something something special about uh the queen's gambit and uh anna taylor joy in that role so that's gonna be that's gonna be my pick now let's do the uh Best actors for the uh, television motion pictures. We've got Brian Cranston for Your Honor, Jeff Daniels for the Comey Rule, Hugh Grant in The Undoing, Ethan Hawke in The Good Lord Bird, and Mark Ruffalo. And I know this much is true. Any of those uh, stand out to you, Michaela? Oh gosh, yeah, they're all great. This is also really going to be a tough call. Um, I, I I liked Hugh Grant in The Undoing. I didn't. Um, I don't know if he would be my top pick. Um, mm-hmm. Mark Ruffalo, and I know this much is true. I mean, he, he's amazing. I mean, they're, but they're all so good. This one's going to be tough for me. What, yeah. what do you think? Yeah. Excited. Most of the categories, right. You have some newcomers, but these are all, you know, pretty, uh, pretty well-established actors. So it's going to be, going to be uh, tough, but, uh, I don't know. I've, if I had to pick, I think, um, I'm going to go, uh, Hugh Grant cause, uh, he was just recently in an episode of drink the movies for Bridget Jones. So Hugh Grant gets right. my, gets my uh, vote. Yeah, was... which, which one you, ha- you have to pick? Oh, yeah. If I have to pick one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let's go. I'm going to, I'm going to join you in that one then. I'm going to join Hugh you. Grant. That one. Okay. Yeah. Hugh Grant takes the sweep. And I really, one of the things that's cool about him though, is he, he's just recently kind of come back from a, from a, maybe a sabbatical, right. He took some time away um, and he, he did a very, a very British scandal or a very English mm-hmm. scandal. I think it's a very British scandal. And he British was scandal, amazing think, yeah. in that. He was brilliant in that. And then this, um, he was very good. The, the nuance of this character was um, was pretty interesting because he's not, uh, he wasn't all good. He wasn't all bad. He, he had some layers to him. And, you know, he's had to work really hard. I think Hugh Grant has to break this kind of Bridget Jones's stigma, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. Where he's that, like this uh, romantic really- Romantic comedy thing, yeah. Yeah, exactly. For sure. All right. Well, that's all of the uh, actor awards. So now we're just into the uh, best pictures. Um, so let's run through those. So for the best television motion picture, um, we have Normal People, The Queen's Gambit, Small Acts, The Undoing, and Unorthodox. Michaela, which one Which one of these is going to win, do you think? I really want Queen, Queen's Gambit to win because it is my personal favorite. Queen's Gambit. Yeah, that's yeah. that's an excellent pick. And I think that that one is probably going to be uh, my pick as well. Um, I've I've seen all of these, so I feel like I can speak, you know, pretty 
pretty well about it. And I think the uh, Queen's Gambit's going to pull it out uh, just ahead of um, Unorthodox, which I liked a lot as well. So mm-hmm. um, I definitely recommend checking that one out if you've if you've not watched it. But yeah, Queen's Gambit for me. So where can you find Unorthodox? Unorthodox is on Netflix, I okay. believe. Yep. Good to know. Um, also interesting. So Unorthodox is largely in uh, Yiddish. So I don't know if if there's ever been a Golden Globe television winner or nominee that's not in in English, if it would be considered a foreign language or not. So oh. that's just kind of interesting. So that's very cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So definitely uh, check that one out if you've if you've not had the chance to watch it. But I think it I think it is going to get edged out just a a little bit by by the uh, Queen's Gambit. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, moving on to the uh, musical and comedy series on television. So we have Emily in Paris, The Flight Attendant, The Great, Schitt's Creek, and Ted Lasso. What are you, are you, are you sticking with the uh, uh, Schitt's Creek? For yeah, your, I'm on the, for your I'm on full, the Schitt's Creek. Full sweep. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Um, for this, this season, for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think me, I think myself too, the final season was, was really great and it kind of wrapped up the storyline for everyone it left you it left you sad and happy and wanting more i think they yeah. they uh really uh kind of pulled everything to a close uh really really well so and it's it's so hard because i think Shit's creek what is it six seasons seven seasons now six i think maybe six yeah um you know for for a series to come through that many years and that many changes um it is very hard i found like with sopranos by the time it ended, I was like, oh, okay, it's over. Um, I certainly felt that way with Lost, where there was like more questions than answers ever. Right. Um, and so, you know, I think it's really speaks to how great it is that at the end of six seasons, you still wanted more. You still, you felt very, um, you, you had some closure in some ways and in other ways there was still some open-endedness, but it wasn't like, you know. Right. Uh, I, I thought it was just extraordinary TV. Yep. Yeah, for sure. And I think they they won it last year too, so be a good way for them to go out. So yeah, both of our picks there, Schitt's Creek. So, um, and then, and then the uh, best drama series for television. So for this one, we have The Crown, Lovecraft Country, The Mandalorian, Ozark, and Ratchet. Um, which, which one of those is, is uh, going to take the, uh, take the prize? Ooh, you know, so my favorite was Ozark, but I think probably The mm-hmm. Crown is going to take it to be honest. The Crown. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm right there with you. I think the, the crowns uh probably going to take it i uh, lovecraft country uh, was really great um like you mentioned ozark is is fantastic but yeah the crown i think is is uh is destined to win i have a lot of uh the crown picks on my list so yeah all right well those are the television picks um let us know at home what your tv picks are and why don't we uh take a quick break um i'm going to make up another margarita and we will be right back to talk about the uh, motion picture nominees. Sure. Okay, Michaela, margaritas are in hand. Uh, why don't we get into the uh, motion picture nominees? Um, do you want to? Do you want to read through these ones? Sure. Sure. So our first uh, kind of call is going to be best score. So we have the Midnight Sky, which was uh, scored by Alexandre Desplat. Hopefully, I said that right. I'm sorry if I did. Uh, then we have Ludwig Göransson with Tenet, mm-hmm. James Newton Howard with News of the World, Atticus Ross slash Trent Reznor for Mank, and Jean-Baptiste Atticus Ross and Trent Reznor for Soul. 
which one uh which one strikes you as the winner uh, yeah so these are uh these are pretty good picks um midnight sky tenant i both of those had um news of the world all really good kind of set the stage but i really liked the um way the soundtrack was done in soul right so you had kind of the the jazz music and then you also had like this weird sort of like industrial uh type of music as they're moving through uh kind of the the in-between world and stuff. I thought it was a really neat kind of mashup and really sort of mm-hmm. uh, painted a picture of what was going on. So uh, yeah, Soul uh, for me, uh, Batista Ross and uh, Trent Reznor. Uh, what yeah. about you? Yeah, I really liked, uh, I did like the the scoring for Soul. I also really enjoyed The Midnight Sky. There was a lot of tension in some of the scenes, even though it was quite peaceful um, Mm -hmm. because he's kind of the beginning, you know, he's kind of by himself in this place. And um, I, as you're kind of juxtaposing his with the characters uh, that are up in space, uh, I like that too. So I think if I were pressed, probably I would pick Soul because it was my personal favorite. Okay. All right. Two Two for Soul. So for best foreign language, sorry best picture in a foreign language we have another round from denmark la llorona from france slash guatemala a life ahead from italy minari from the usa although i believe the foreign language is korean and then Mm -hmm. two of us from the usa slash france yep yeah um this one's going to be a tricky one so so far i've only seen another round um i'm really looking forward to watching minari uh right now it's on you can buy like a virtual movie ticket and see it, but rumor on the streets that it's going to be coming to, uh, I, th- I think I saw Hulu um, kind of at the end of this week. So I'm hoping hoping that that comes out because I'm really looking forward to that one. But another round from Denmark, Mads Mikkelsen, uh, who's fantastic. And it's really neat to see him act in Danish. Uh, so another round, that one gets my, yeah. gets my pick. Awesome. Yeah, me too. I think... Uh, you know, well, so Min- another round was my personal favorite. Um, I think Minari is probably tapped to win, though. Um, mm-hmm. So while I while I feel like another round uh, was is is my personal favorite, I I think Minari is probably going to win. But yeah, um, I'm Mads Mikkelsen. He's just amazing. He's amazing in everything. I actually really got into um, Hannibal mm-hmm. uh, this this year. Um, I didn't have you know when during the pandemic and i thought he was awesome he was the best yeah. part about that whole series i just loved yeah, him. yeah he's very good yeah for sure for sure for sure okay so we uh we have best picture that's animated um we have the crudes a new age onward over the moon soul and wolf walkers okay um so soul is going to win so that's my pick <laughs> agreed <laughs> okay moving on although moving i on. did i did like onward um for anybody that's uh interested in this in this category onwards pretty good um yep. it didn't quite yeah. it did not quite hit you in the feels quite the same way though that sold it it was yeah and that, that one should be on disney plus too if you want to check it out i actually um want to check out wolf walkers um that one looks really interesting i haven't had a chance to watch it yet but but yeah soul soul's 99% gonna gonna take that one so yeah okay so we have best screenplay with emerald fennel for promising young woman jake fincher for mank aaron sorkin the trial of the chicago seven christopher hampton slash florian zeller for the father and close for nomadland mm-hmm. yeah all of these were really good um 
going to be hard to uh, hard to pick pick one here as we go through the movies because they were all uh, a lot of really good options this year. Um, but just looking at the screenplay, I'm probably going to go with Aaron Sorkin for the Trial of the Chicago Seven. Um, just, there were a lot of moving pieces that had to sort of fit together in that one, and I think that that's kind of what gives it an edge for me. Uh, what about you, Michaela? Yeah, I, I'm going to have to agree with you. I pretty much every, anything Aaron Sorkin touches, I fall in love with. Um, mm-hmm. And this was no different. Uh, I loved some of the strategic changes that they also made at the uh, during the film. Um, mm-hmm. They they had to rewrite a couple of things. Um, and I thought that they did that with respect and grace. So I, I would also say Trial of Chicago 7. Okay, good stuff. So for best director, we have Emerald Fennell again for Promising Young Woman. We have David Fincher for Mank, Regina King for One Night in Miami, Aaron Sorkin for The Trial of Chicago 7, and Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. Okay, yeah, this one, this one's another tough one. Um, I would really like to see Regina King win. I thought what she did with that story uh, was amazing. Um, I would also really like to see Emerald Fennel win because Promising Young Young Woman was amazing. But I think that uh, Chloe Zhao um, for Nomadland is uh, going to be my pick for this one. Uh, what yeah. about you? Yeah, I really liked what she did. Um, the the like the cinematography and just the way that in which uh, the character was portrayed and the story that it told was pretty amazing. Um, so I, I would I would I would say that I but I loved the way One Night in Miami came together. Um, Mm -hmm. That had been a play before and it is really hard um, because there's so much dialogue. Um, It's really hard to put that onto a big screen, which I was surprised uh, that it wasn't, you know, given uh, more from a script perspective. I I was surprised it it did not get anything for best screenplay. Um, Gosh, this is hard. I'm going to say Chloe Zhao, though, for Nomadland. I, I thought it was really special. Um, it almost feels like a documentary, even though it absolutely wasn't. It was a movie, right? Yeah, so. actually, when when we watched it on Friday night when it came out, my uh, wife asked if it was a documentary about 15 minutes into it. So, Yeah, yeah. It really has that feel for it. And um, it tells a great story in, in, in a harsh way. Like, it's hard. It's a hard story to tell, you know? Yep, for sure. Okay, so we have Best Supporting Actor category. Um, we have Sasha Baron Cohen for The Trial of Chicago 7. Daniel Kaluuya for Judas and the Black Messiah. Jared Leto with The Little Things. Bill Murray from On the Rocks. And Leslie Odom Jr. in One Night in Miami. Okay, yes. Uh, another slew of uh, good picks here, but I think my pick is probably going to be Sasha Baron Cohen for Trial of the Chicago 7. Uh, what about you? Ooh, uh, you know, for me, it's really between him or Daniel Kaluuya um, mm-hmm. because I thought he was amazing yep. um, as a leader of the Black Panther Party. J- first, I it was more because I, I needed to turn the subtitles on. I didn't really understand. He had this really beautiful way in which he spoke um mm-hmm. but he he really if you look at the video uh of you know the the real guy and him it, it's amazing it is he he did a really good job um so he's he's my pick he's your pick yeah he had my um, pick. yeah between 
Yeah, he was uh, probably my other pick too. And you had the, just two guys who just nailed kind of that historical portrayal of that uh, period there between the two of them. So yeah, either one of those I think is a good pick. Yeah. Yep. All right. So for best supporting actress, we have Glenn Close, Hillbilly Elegy, Olivia Coleman in The Father, Jodie Foster, The Mauritanian, Amanda Seyfried in Mank, and Helena Zengel in News of the World. Um, so for this one, I think I'm going to go with Amanda Seyfried for Mank. Um, she was really excellent in it. Um, I do reserve the right to change that to Olivia Coleman for The Father, but that one has not been released yet until towards the end of the week. So, Right. What, what about you? What about you? Glenn Close all the way. Glenn Close all the way. Well, yeah, she has uh, 16 nominations. So yeah. apparently, apparently she does something right. So Yeah. Uh, you know, mostly I feel that way because I think she should win the Oscar if she is nominated. We uh, nominations aren't out yet, but because um, I think she's been snubbed. But uh, she's absolutely amazing. Hillbilly Elegy is not the most amazing film, but she is pristine in it. Yep. It's fantastic. Yep, for sure. So next we have Best Actor in a Musical or Comedy, and we have again Sasha Baron Cohen, but for the Barack subsequent movie film, we have James Corden from The Prom. Lynn manuel Miranda from Hamilton, Dev Patel in The Personal History of David Copperfield, and Andy Samberg from Palm Springs. This is a, this is a tricky one, but I think my pick for uh, this year's winner is going to be James Corden for The Prom. Really? What are you uh, leaning towards? Um, uh, I mean, I really did like James Corden in, in The Prom, but Lynn manuel Miranda for Hamilton... You know, it'd be really cool to have him win this on top of all of the other accolades that Hamilton has right. gotten. Um, and he is really, I mean, he, he's, he's really good. Andy Samberg was great. Um, I have actually yeah. not seen the personal history of David Copperfield. So yeah, I, I haven't either. Yeah. I reserve, I reserve judgment on that. But um, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to go with Lin-Manuel Miranda. Lin-Manuel Miranda. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we have best actress in a musical or comedy. We have Maria Bakalova from the Barat subsequent movie film. We have Kate Hudson with music, Michelle Pfeiffer for French Exit, Rosamund Pike, I Care A Lot, and Anna Taylor-Joy for Emma. Uh, so this one's going to be uh, Rosamund Pike for I Care A Lot. Um, yeah. It's going, to be my, it's going to be my pick there. Um, yeah, I totally agree. Then we have Best Actor for Drama. So we have Riz Ahmed with The Sound of Metal, Jadwick Boseman, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Anthony Hopkins, The Father, Gary Oldman from Mank, or Taha Rahim, The Mauritanian. Uh, this this one's this one's a tricky one. Um, I really liked Riz Ahmed. Um, I really liked uh, Gary Oldman and Mank. Um, Anthony Hopkins. I've not seen The Father yet because I don't think it's uh, been released. But um, he's excellent in everything. But has to be Chadwick Boseman, right? Yes, or it does. Ma Rainey's bad. Uh, Black Bottom has to yes, be. So. Absolutely. Hands down. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be it. I'm going to be really upset if that doesn't happen. Um, yep. Yeah. I mean, the great thing, so Anthony Hopkins, he, you know, he's amazing. Um, and I'm surprised he actually hasn't won uh, any Golden Globes in the past. But, yeah. he, you know, he's, a, he's, he's so good. And so, Gary Oldman is the same. I think the, all of these definitely deserved a nod. Um, but Chadwick Bowman's going to take it home. Yep. Yeah, I agree. So we have Best Actress in a Drama, Viola Davis, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Andra Day in the United States versus Billie Holiday, Vanessa Kirby from Pieces of a Woman, 
Francis McDormand, Nomadlin, and Carrie Mulligan in Promising Young Woman. Okay. Um, so this one for me, it's down between Francis McDormand and Carrie Mulligan. Uh, Francis McDormand's uh, more of a more of a nuanced, uh, subtler performance, and Carrie Mulligan's um, more sort of you know vibrant um, portrayal in Promising Young Woman. But I th- I think that uh, Carrie Mulligan's going to uh, going to edge out Francis McDormand. Uh, you think what, so? What, what say you, Michaela? Yeah, I, you know, Frances McDormand, uh, she, I, I believe she won for Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And that was just a few years ago. Um, that shouldn't play into the decision making, but it totally does. Everybody should know that. Um, so I right. tend to agree with you. Um, you know, Carrie Mulligan, she's not new. She's been around for probably 10, 15 years. She was wonderful in an education, which I think mm-hmm. she got an odd for as well. I don't think she won, but um, yep. yeah, I, I, I tend to agree. And I think that's probably how it should go down. Um, Frances McDormand's character is uh, absolutely amazing, but it is so much more subtle and nuanced. It's, it would, um, I, I definitely think Carrie should, should kind of edge it out. I, but I'll be happy if either one of them win. Yeah, I think it. I think it just depends on uh, what the uh, what the voters decide on on that day, right? Right, right. So the second to last one is a best picture in a musical or comedy. We have Barat, subsequent movie film, Hamilton, music, Palm Springs, and The Prom. This one for me is tricky because Hamilton is by far the best of those things, um, but yep. it is. But it is just a recording of something that happened in 2016, I believe it was. So. I don't know, but I think that Hamilton's probably going to win. So that's my pick. Yeah, I, I have to say, I, I have to agree. I mean, I, I did like The Prom. I thought The Prom was an amazing musical um, mm-hmm. that was that I do not believe it was a theater. There was a theater version before the movie. Um, right. But you're right. I mean, Hamilton, it's kind of interesting because it really it, it's filmed. So it's got different shots. It's not just a shot of the screen. Um, right. Sure. But yeah. it is so good. And I really think it was very, it came to us in a really tough time <laughs> in the world. I remember when it uh, actually opened up on Disney Plus and I had not been able to actually see the play. And this was mm-hmm. amazing. It was such a great way to see something and feel like you were in an audience with a bunch of other people. And of course, the the, the play itself is just awesome so i'm gonna say hamilton as well yep yeah i think i think that that's that's the pick i like i like the prom as well um but yeah i think hamilton for me so and for the last one we have the best picture in a drama the father mank nomadland promising young woman and the trial of the chicago seven okay uh trial of the chicago seven that's my pick what about uh what what do you think no yeah. wrong answers there really. <laughs> there's, there's no, they're, yeah, they're, they're really, they're really all wonderful films in their own right. I think for me, the most, Nomadland changed my paradigm. I'll never look at a van the same way. Um, right. Uh, definitely. But Trial of Chicago 7 really was the beginning. It was the first uh, one of the films that uh, I saw kind of on the nomination train and it really helped shape um, mm-hmm. the rest of the views that I had after seeing, you know, seeing so many of the others, um, that were nominated. I, I do think trial of Chicago seven is, is brilliant and it should, it should win. Yep. Yeah. That one's, that one's tough. Um, also a promising young woman. Um, I liked 
a lot. And I think that it uh, speaks a lot sort of um, about the current reality of for young women and things. And I think it's a really important story, but um, yeah, I think Trial of Chicago 7 is, is my pick for best picture in a yeah. motion picture drama. So. Yeah. All right. Well, that's well, that. <laughs> that's, that's, that's that. Yeah. Um, anyone listening uh, who listened to us ramble about our picks for, for the last while, um, please let us know on our Facebook, um, Instagram, or Twitter, what your picks are. Like I said, we'll be posting throughout uh, this week, the uh, different categories. So chime in, let us know what your picks are. We'd love to hear them so we can talk um, a little bit more um, in depth about what, what kind of the pulse of, you know, the listeners and things were. Um, when it comes to the Golden Globes. And uh, definitely tune in next week. We'll be going over all of the winners. Um, we have a special cocktail ready to go for Golden Globe Day. Um, so you'll definitely want to tune in for that. I'm definitely looking forward to trying it. It looks delicious. So It sure does. Yeah. So, well, thank you everyone for joining us. Um, Michaela, why don't you tell people where they can catch uh, our regular episodes of our podcast? Sure. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere Anchor Podcasts are distributed. We'd appreciate it if you subscribe and if you like what you're listening to, leave us a five-star review because it really helps get Drink the Movies out there. And we hope everyone enjoyed their margarita on Margarita Day, uh, which has passed um, by the time you're hearing this, but definitely make another one. We can have two National Margarita Days. So. We should, actually. Yeah, just every day is a margarita day. All right, and with that, I'm going to go make up another one. Michaela, you should go blend up some more. I will. And, and we will talk to everyone next time on Drink, Drink the, the Movies. movies. Mm, I do not give us the Golden Globe for that. <laughs>